Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. Okay, and no coughing. We're done with that too. No coughing, no sniffling. Don't. It's important to understand. This is who I am. <laughs> a cougher and a sniffler. Literally, it comes natural. Literally, literally I have yes. to sniffle. Thank me for my service. All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us with another episode of Redeemed. Our wonderful little podcast where we get together and discuss things from the Bible, which is always a good thing. Yeah. I think it is. It's a great thing. I mean, sometimes we get off on fantasy football and a few other things, but, you Doesn't know, we I try will to say my team that be... My team's doing pretty well, I will say. <laughs> that must be a different podcast you're thinking of. Yeah. We're with, pretty focused here. Exactly. Yeah. That's why... Uh, I actually need to check. That's why they say that we're entertaining. Who says that? <laughs> I've never my mom. heard anyone say, oh, you guys our, are entertaining. Our biggest fan. Yeah, my mom. Yeah. They say we're entertaining. Sometimes we don't dig very deep, but at least we're entertaining. We're entertaining. So I, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. We went like 30 minutes the other day. Amanda cut, a, Amanda cut, a, cut know, us down. It was like 30 minutes. I had to cut. Yeah, I got, we got, got like profound thoughts. I don't know how profound Those they were, need to like, be out in the world. There was People a lot. need to know. What's going on in my brain? No. Yeah, probably not. No one needs to know I, that. I, I, I would, I'm going to agree with her on that one. Yeah. Keep people out of your brain. So anyway, There's we are working our way theories. through the book of 1 Samuel. Samuel. Are we going to get a uh, a pronunciation thing from Levi on that yeah, one? Yeah, Levi. <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> okay, Samuel. All right. <coughs> And uh, a little background, uh, Samuel is one of those pretty amazing prophets, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, he kind of fills the role of priest and leader of Israel for a while. But before all that happens, uh, we have him where he is fixing to be called, and the Lord is going to call him. And I think it's kind of cool because he actually has... An audible conversation with the Lord. Sometimes I would like to have an audible conversation with the Lord. Well, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe. sometimes, yes. <laughs> Depends what the conversation times, is. There's other times where I screw up and I'm like, I don't know. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like when you're in trouble and you don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. oh, dad's going to yell at me when I get home. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Same thing. Yep, exactly. So I guess it just depends on, uh, yeah. depends on the moment. Exactly. But in the way of what I'm talking about here, Samuel receives a calling from the Lord on the direction that he's going to go with his life. Yeah. And I'm tell you, I tell you what, sometimes that would be really nice to have. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sometimes uh-huh. um, 
I really wish I could pour a cup of coffee or have a sit-down conversation just face-to-face with the Lord, and he tells me exactly what he wants me to do. It might be easier, you know? I might. <laughs> might. <laughs> it might be easier. He... <laughs> But then again, I mean, I like exactly what he tells me he wants me to do. I feel like I could you know still mess that up. Yeah, I, I, uh, no doubt oh, about yeah. it. You know. Did I say that I couldn't screw it up? <laughs> I simply said it would be easier. Mm-hmm. But just but just to have that confirmation of what right. you know you need to be doing on a daily basis. You know, so yeah. He gave Samuel direction. He I did. mean, he's given us the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and open does. lines of communication, just not as direct as Samuel yeah. had in mm-hmm. this instance. Yeah, I mean, so you have Samuel. He's trying to sleep. The Lord keeps waking him up. Okay? He keeps calling him, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Yeah. What does Samuel think it is? Samuel thinks it's the priest calling him. So what does he do? He runs in to talk to the priest. The priest says, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. The priest's trying to sleep. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and this, and this, like, this happens. This one happens several times. Yeah. Three times. And eventually, I, the old priest figures it out. They probably were both getting tired of it. Yeah. Like Sam, like, quit calling me. He's like, I'm not calling you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But finally, the old priest figures it out. Yeah. And says, and figures out that it's the Lord that's calling Samuel. And so he tells him what to do. And uh, and uh, he tells him, you know, say, hey, speak for your servant is listening. Yep. So that's what Samuel does. The Lord calls him again, Samuel, Samuel. He says, speak for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hear Hears about it tingle. Okay, I'd start to be worrying at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure, you got the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> at that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family. Now, uh, I probably wouldn't like that message. That part of the message too much because Eli is the one that he's been serving under for all these years. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna get more awkward here. In a <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> <clears throat> from beginning to end. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin, for the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed blasphemed against God, and he failed to restrain them. Therefore I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Oof, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Gets Sammy. worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Samuel lay down until morning and then opened the doors of the house to the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, which I would be too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son. Samuel answered, here I am. Was it he said to you? Eli asked. Do not hide it from me. May God deal with you. Be ever so severely if you hide anything from me that he told you. So Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. And I love, and I do like E, uh, Eli's response here. You know what I'm saying? He knows he messed up. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of different ways he could he yeah. could have responded. He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. I mean, there's nothing Eli could have done to change it. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. he already been told yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. At this point, it's written in stone. Yeah. Okay. Nothing to do now, homeboy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But at this point, you begin to see that God's got special play, plans for Samuel. Yes, and yeah, he's clearly. and Samuel's going to have a pretty unique relationship with God. It, I mean, it, it it's like you said earlier, it kind of rivals Moses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not quite as personal. No, no, but just being able to have a direct, audible conversation with God like that, or an audible channel with God mm-hmm. like that, is some Moses level. But throughout the whole book of Samuel, he's constantly in communication with God, yeah. and God's telling him what to do, and he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? And God really uses Samuel to 
to bring about a lot of things for Israel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, as we're going to look at in some of our other podcasts, he's going to he's going to be the one that ushers in the new king. He's going to be the one that uh, frees Israel from a few different uh, other oppressors. I mean, there's there's yeah. a lot of things that go on here. He's a busy man. He is. Gets he's a, lot a busy done. man. Um, and the Lord uses him in big ways. Yeah. Ted does. But I guess uh, what we're what I really want to try to get out uh, get at in this podcast is just the point of the calling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I believe that we've all been called in some way or another. Agree. Even at the basis of just the fact of you have the uh, Great Commission. We're yep. called just to go out and to be sharing the sharing the gospel with everybody. Absolutely. All parts of the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't hide from that one. Right. With that being said, we can miss our calling. Yes. Uh, there are times when I think there are certain people who have a stronger calling for things. Like um, one of the things we had to do when I went to seminary was we had to write out our calling or why we think God was calling us into ministry. Okay. And uh, because they want to make sure that if you were choosing this course, it was because the Lord was calling you to it. Yeah, otherwise I could imagine it'd be a really tough course. Exactly, exactly. And if you talk to uh, my dad, who's a pastor here at our church, he can give you he can give you a very concise um, moment in his life when he knew the Lord was calling him. Yeah, yeah. I have felt a calling uh, to ministry. Now, what that has looked like over the years. Uh, it wasn't as written down in stone as I would have liked. Yeah, it looked a little bit more like this. <laughs> yeah. But the Lord has definitely uh, called me to ministry in some way or fashion, and I've tried to fulfill that to the best of my abilities. Yeah. And I just think we have to be aware that the Lord is calling us, and we have to be aware of those callings, and when the time comes, we need to step up and accept those. Agree. And uh, it may not be as easy as what you see here with Samuel, uh, not from... The aspect of what he was going to have to do easy, but the fact that he knew the direction he was going to have to go. Yes. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a word of caution here if if you don't accept the calling and try to do something else. Because there's another man that comes to mind in the Bible who got swallowed by a fish. Mm. He got a calling. He got spit back out. Yeah, he did. After but, he figured it out. <laughs> but he got a calling, and that calling was he was supposed to go to Nineveh and preach. Didn't want to go. Didn't want to go. Didn't like those people. No. Didn't didn't go. Yeah, didn't go. Well, that's not exactly sure. He did go. It just took a... He it would just, eventually. It, we just kind of went around. After the, he was swallowed by a <laughs> fish. After he was eaten by a big fish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I think it's important to be aware that if the Lord is calling you to do something, you need to do it. Yep. And at the base level, as redeemed Christians, we need to understand that we do have a calling at the very base, base level, and that is we need to be sharing the gospel with the people. Absolutely. And if we're not doing that, then we're not living up to the calling that he has given us. Yeah. And it's a pretty pretty big calling because, I mean, he was willing to come down across for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not just something that we can push to the side, mm-hmm. try to act like we don't have a calling. Mm-hmm. And um, you, I, I use the example of being called into ministry. I believe there are people who are called into other aspects as well. I mean, I believe there are people who are called to be teachers. And we yeah. and God knows we need them. 
because we need Christian teachers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And That's a fact. So, so callings are important. And it may not be to ministry, it may be to something else, but when that calling comes, you know, make sure you step out there and grab hold Take of it. Take it. Yep. You can fight it for as long as you want, but he's going to keep wrapping you up into it. Mm-hmm. He's got a plan. Absolutely. You can't get away from God's plan. So as as I said earlier, it would okay. be nice if we had the audible voice like Samuel did. No. But in the end, I always wait for the writing on the wall. Uh-huh. How often does that happen? It hasn't yet, but I was <laughs> waiting for it. I can wait. <laughs> I'm sure it'll just happen. And the whole time, God's like, "I'm not going to write on the wall. Just go do it. You know you're supposed to be doing." <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, and remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook, and the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.